The Altar Life. Two hours of the best Christian music. The Altar Life with Brent and Jeff. I just like to smile. Smiling's my favorite. That's how we open up the night. Because smiling is our favorite as well. Yeah, I always hear Brent when I hear Will Farrell clips. I just picture Brent because it's very similar to Brent's personality, I think. Really? I think Brent That's just a smiles. I don't th- not that you remind me of Will Farrell, but oh. just those <laughs> lines from Elf specifically reminds oh. me of the... Because I'm a smiley guy? No, just because you're naive. Remember no. Guy <laughs> Smiley? The flip top head? Yeah. <laughs> it always looked like his head was going to snap off the top jaw. It'd just go back and never come back down and clamp. Anyway, what are we talking about I don't know. Here? Thanks for being with us this evening. We're excited to be here for the next two hours or so. So keep it here. Keep it locked. We've got a lot of good stuff ahead of us this evening that we're excited about. So Yeah, we have a great topic again. We always have great topics. And if, if you disagree, then you should email us and give us a topic that you'd yeah. like us to talk about. Because, you know, we're here for you. We're here for you. For you, the listener. That's to right. please you and everything we can do. We're serving to... you. <laughs> I'm so. happy to be of assistance. And um, <laughs> tonight we're going to be talking about peace. It sounds simple enough. That's right. But we're going to be talking about peace with God. Something that we like to do here on The Altar Life is take something that, especially we've grown up hearing about, and really dissect it, take it down to the, the needy greedy, to quote Nacho Libro. <laughs> Libre. Libro. <laughs> what was that? <laughs> I don't know. But... um. Just really take those things and strip away what we thought we knew about it and take it from the ground up. And um, that's yeah. what we're going to be doing tonight with this topic. A lot of peace topic. chatter all over the world, right? You yeah. Know, you got wars all over the place. You got struggle and all this stuff. And, you know, it's like, oh, let's just live in peace and harmony and let's sing kubaya and all hold hands and uh, be world green peace. or something. You know, it's like, it's like you know, let's let's really see what God has to say about peace, you know, because you know it's something that is right in front of us every day. You know, people are talking about it, you know, and how, let's let's really define it the way God would want us to define it tonight. And um, in, in in this show, let's just let's just focus on what it means between our between us and the Lord. You know, yeah. having peace with God, because ultimately that's where the true peace comes from. Bring back the truth by flame. We love to throw a hip hop song out there for you. Hope you caught it. Hope you tucked it away in your little pocket for later. And um, <laughs> tonight we're talking about peace with God. We haven't really started talking about it, so we probably should, because time's a wasting. We only have uh, we only have two hours to get our whole topic in, and and we've already eaten up some of that time. So Brent, uh, yes, peace with God, um, not just like that, like you were saying that ooey gooey. You know, everything's all right type of a peace, but a, like a fake true peace. Like yeah. peace is more than just getting along with people, yeah. you know, and that's what I think the world's looking for is everyone to just get along. Can't we all just get along? You know, you've heard that before. Yeah. All um, we're saying is give peace a chance. <laughs> we're going to start throwing out all these yeah. peace <laughs> I always, I always say that to my son. I'm like, just give peace a chance. <laughs> I know they're, they're mushy and gross, but come on. <laughs> Boo! And uh, tonight we're talking about peace with God, as we've been saying. And um, you know, we were at the Bible says that we were enemies with God. You know, before we got to know Christ, and before we had that, you've made that decision um, to accept Him as your Lord and Savior. Um, we were at complete enemies. It says, you know, it was like think of your enemy, and that's what you were to <laughs> to God. It's like there's God, and then you were on the other side. And you were battling each other because enemies usually battle. You know, when you have an enemy, you want to beat them, yeah. right? So you were an enemy. You were an enemy. You weren't at peace at all. And um, 
you know, the Bible says that through Jesus Christ, we have the opportunity to live at peace with God. And um, it's, it's, there's so much when you say that. It's like, we can say that, and that's a really christian thing to say. But there's such a weight to that, you know, when you think about what that really means. You know, when you decide to, to know Jesus as your personal Savior, what does that really mean in far, as far as reconciling yourself to God? There's a weight. There's a lot of stuff that happened um, that, that allowed that to be possible. Yeah. <laughs> and uh, and um, that's, just, that's just a cool thing to start thinking about tonight is, you know, that peace that we that we've inherited by yeah. just making that decision to follow after Christ. And what what is it that keeps peace from from coming about? Usually it's a disagreement of some kind that is escalated to a war. I mean, that's what war is. It's two parties that do not get along and that obviously have different <laughs> think the other person's at fault. <laughs> Basically, in our case spiritually, God is always right. So if there's not peace with us and God, it's because of something we did, not because of something God did. Yeah. But the enemy will try to think, you know, make us think, that, like, oh, it's God's fault. God didn't, you know, like within he was in the garden, or God's keeping something back from you. He doesn't want you to be like him. He doesn't want you to know about sin and 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 evil and all that and all that stuff that we were tempted with back in the garden. But uh, ultimately, you know, just that disagreement and peace, it comes to an agreement. It's the two parties coming to an agreement and. And what is, you know, a lot of times sin is involved, and confessing sin is agreeing with God, saying, "Yes, I am a sinner. Okay. I'm, I'm at fault here." And that's a, that's a way to we can get back to peace. And obviously, we're talking about the two sides of when you are an unbeliever. Obviously, when you confess your sin and become a believer, then the peace comes. But then also, as you're a believer, you know, there's still that that wrestling that goes on between us and God when we're afraid to relinquish our own <laughs> rights. I guess if you would say. Um, and we're going to be talking about that as well. Yep. So, you know, and just think about, we just to throw that out. And, um, you know, if you have, if you're just sitting here tonight and you're just looking, you know, we're just starting to talk about this and you're like, man, I don't have peace with God. I just want to encourage you to stay tuned because there's more coming. We're talking about peace with God tonight here on The Altar Life with Brent and Jeff. Thanks for tuning in. Yeah. And I kind of alluded to it before, but the first step of peace with God. And if you're here tonight and you're just like, you know, I don't really have that peace. I don't really know what you're talking about. Um, because I've never experienced the peace with God. I always feel like I'm striving against them. Uh, the first step toward peace, as Jeff mentioned, is just agreeing with God and saying, you know, I am a sinner, and I have been at, at, at war with you. I am walking the other direction. When you said left, I went right. And um, it's to come to the Lord and be honest with yourself, with your sin, and to lay it all down before him and say, look, I agree. I'm a sinner. And to accept Jesus Christ as your Savior, to accept the forgiveness that he's offering you tonight, the love that he has that's endless for you. And um, it's to it's to completely just say, yeah, Lord, you be the Lord of my life. And to accept him as your personal Savior. Um, and it all is, is just a prayer. So it's like talking to God and telling him and being real with him and saying, look, this is where I'm at. Lord, if you're God, if you're real, and he is, um, you know, be my Lord and Savior and forgive me of my sin. And if you do that tonight, I promise that will be an immediate peace boost for you because the Lord will just overwhelm you tonight with his love. And um, tonight we're talking about world peace. So visualize <laughs> world peace. Yeah. <laughs> I saw a bumper sticker once. Jeff alluded to a bumper sticker, but I thought of one that said, uh, I saw one that said, visualize world, like W-H-I-R-L-E-D, P's, P-E-A-S, instead of visualize world peace. It made me laugh so hard. World. World peas. <laughs> I can visualize it. Yeah, so visualize that right now. 
I visualize right. the French peas from VeggieTales on a tilt-a-whirl. <laughs> oh! <laughs> World peas. They're my favorite characters because they have French accents. Yeah. But anyway, um, what better place to, to rein in our, our craziness than to go right to the word? And there's a, a verse in Colossians 1 uh, that just really talks about this idea of two sides that are at war and then the reconciliation that happens when peace, when an agreement of peace is made. And it says... Uh, in verse 20, end of verse 20, it says, By him, whether things on earth or things in heaven, having made peace through the blood of his cross, and you, who were once alienated and enemies in your mind by wicked works, yet now he has reconciled in the body of his flesh through death. Talking about God using Jesus as the tool to reconcile us. And it says, To present you holy, blameless, and above reproach in his sight. And it's, I mean, that's just lays it out right there. The fact that we are enemies in our mind, um, just because our minds are so filled with garbage, you know, when we're unbelievers and because of the blood of the cross, that is the, that's the lifeline to getting back to God and, and getting, uh, ultimately that finding that arrest, that peace that comes in the arms of our God. And, um, it's so, there's so many verses. I mean, obviously we talk about in second Corinthians five, when it says that God, you know, was through Jesus on the cross pleading for us to come back to him and just, you know. God is the most peaceful God. I mean, we, we look at, you know, the, the, the wrath of God and all those things, but he, he wants peace. He wants parties to come together in unity and, you know, nothing, no, no more than with the people that have, you know, strayed from him and now are lost. He wants them to come back, obviously. Yeah. And the wor- the peace that the world offers, the world, W-O-R-L-D, not W-H-I-R-L-D-D, is um, that, that, that peace is just some sort of fake, like trying to get along in contrast to the peace that God offers, which was through death on the cross for our sins. I mean, that's drastic. Yeah. You know, the world would say, I'm not going to go to that extent to get along with you. I'm just going to like, Hey, let's, let's just agree to disagree on some things so we can tolerate each other and get along. And that's what the world's version of peace is. It's just this extreme toleration. And um, it's so much more than that. That was a 90s flashback, Shaded Red, a cover actually, When God Ran, one of the the early Christian artists. I think his name was Benny Hester, if that makes sense. Hopefully I'm not wrong. But um, that song reminds me of when my mom first got saved when I was like four or five years old. You know, all that old contemporary Christian music that was just so solid. But that story, just a great picture of what we're talking about here, about two parties that are at enmity, I guess. Um, and then being reunited, obviously images of the prodigal son come to mind where the, the son's basically just like, you know what? I've had enough. I'm out of here. Leaves his father. And when he finally returns, his father's just standing there with open arms. That's the peace and just resting in his arms. That's the peace that God offers. It's not, you know, come o- come home and get your whipping boy. I think that a lot of times we, we put God in that place that when we're going to be reconciled, it's kind of like this painful, like he's forcing us to be reconciled. Yeah. Where it's like, no, just give up, give up what you've been holding on to and just come and rest. And when we have that peace with God, it's true rest. There's so many Christians who just struggle and struggle and struggle. And they think that's the Christian life, but the Christian life internally is God paid for all that struggle already on the cross. And we just have to rest in that and find that for ourselves and, and own it for ourselves. You're unbelievable. The altar. This is unbelievable. I cannot believe this. This is unbelievable. This is unbelievable. Brand. Yes. Unbelievable is here. Yes, it is. As, as well that, as spring. It's the appointed time. Yeah. <laughs> 
Just a quick reminder for y'all, check out our website, www.thealterluck.com. You can listen to past unbelievable segments. You can download them and have them and spread yeah. the spread the wealth. And we're going to be like randomly putting more up there every now and then just to keep it interesting. So Yeah, and you can pick your favorite if you want. Send us an email, yeah. unbelievable at thealterluck.com. Yep. You can vote and have a contest and all that. And maybe um, you have something. It triggers your memory bank as you're listening to all of our unbelievable things. Like, you know what I think is unbelievable? World peas. And I'm going to write in about this and do it. <laughs> you know, click a little we link, could. email emails, all that fun stuff. But, you you know, the weather we have right now, everything's really nice. Yep. We're in May, and it's springtime. It is. And, um, Brent, you were talking about something that occurs only in spring. Yeah, I was driving part. home the other day, and uh, outside of this church-slash-school, there was a um, bunch of teenagers dressed up in all this formal attire, <laughs> and, um, and uh, you know, I was like, ah, it's prom season. <laughs> yep. Or, if in the Christian lingo, it's banquet season. <laughs> yeah. Formals. Formal banquet. Formals, where formal we banquet. spend money, rent a tux, and, uh, or a dress, or buy a dress that we'll only wear once, and then... Um, <laughs> We will go to this play this room and uh, listen to music and eat food and leave. Yeah, <laughs> it's total. It's a total fraud, is what it is. <laughs> to be honest, it's this is what we're doing, but we're not. We're not doing it. No, you're right. you can't. <laughs> you're like, talking about the Christian version, right? Yeah, I mean, it's just like you know, yeah, because you can't really say Christian prom, prom. It's just because like an just to satisfy the kids. Right. We'll throw those Christian kids a bone. Yeah, <laughs> it's <laughs> like. Here you go. Uh, it, leave room for the Holy Spirit. <laughs> uh, wait a minute. Are you talking to that woman like, that you brought? Get out of here. <laughs> it's like, you know, someone comes up to you with a really big, like, King James Bible and, like, slips it between you guys. Make sure there's <laughs> enough room for the Bible to fit in. There's got to be enough room for this That's wide King James, uh, wide margins. Uh, uh. <laughs> so everyone hopes that people bring in those thin little Bibles. Yeah, I mean, we can save money, save time, save our feelings from getting hurt when that yeah. person doesn't oh, yeah. ask us. It's like, well, you're in church anyway. It's not, <laughs> you're going to like church Brothers or and sisters. school. Yeah, I mean, it's like, you save your time, just have a big party. Save money. The poor bro who's going to be, uh, maybe that's just because, you know, it was me, but the poor bro who like sits <laughs> along the side and it's like, oh, I wish I had somebody. I know. It just makes people. Who I could have come with and leave with, but not talk yeah. to. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> no, it's like the guys walk, they walk in together. Guy goes to the guy side, girl goes to the girl side, and never the twain shall meet. That's right. But the parents are proud and take a picture. Yeah, they take a picture, and it goes into your book, and then when you get married, your wife is jealous of the girl you went to your banquet with, because how dare you ever talk to another girl? Honestly, I didn't even talk to her. Yeah. We had a horrible time. (laughs) I swear. But um, one reason I like being a guy is because guys always get to rent. Girls always have to buy. It's not really fair, but it's good for me. Our topic tonight has been peace with God and for those of you that just tuned in for our second hour and you're like what was the beginning of this hour's nonsense well this is the Ultra Life with Brent and Jeff we do a topic uh, every week and the songs try to fit that topic and uh, we just had our unbelievable segment which if you tuned in for the first time during that you're probably like this is insane in the membrane but we're talking about having peace with God and what that means. So we're going to get back to so the naturally. Word. We talked about Christian proms. Yeah. So it, it just just kind of fit together. Yeah. Just jump into our minds. Try to you know find your way out. No flashlight. Nothing. And that's kind of what it's like when you so listen to the altar light. In the beginning of our show, we talked about you know peace with God in terms of what when you decide to follow Christ that you are now um, able to experience a peace with God. And I guess in the second hour, we'd like to start kind of turning a little bit around and, and look at what it means to a believer. Because a lot of us, you know, the listening tonight are believers. And, 
You know, it's like, well, I already got safe, so I already have peace, so I, you know, check out. You know, that's what yeah. we always do. He's like, what well, apply? Check. You know, it doesn't apply to me. Check off. But it really does. You know, we can still be struggle with the Lord and battle with Him, and um, we're going to get in a little bit what that means. And uh, in our last segment, Brent was talking about how, as a believer now, what does it mean to have peace with God? With God, not from God. We'll talk about that next week. But right. <laughs> what does it mean to have peace with God now that you're a believer and you're not His enemy? Because I don't know, I'm not speaking, I'm not the only weird one out here. I mean, <laughs> you have to admit that you've gone through times in your life, and you may be in one right now, um, where you're just struggling with the Lord. I mean, you're a Christian, yeah, you know, I prayed the prayer, I know that I'm a saved, and I I just don't feel right. Like, I just don't feel like I'm clicking with God. I just, I just don't feel like I have this peace, this overwhelming peace that you guys are talking about. Like, I kind of lost that. It's kind of somewhere else, and I want to find that again, and how do I get back to living at peace with God? And um, you know, the Bible has a lot to say about it. And one thing that kind of sticks out on my mind as an example is I was reading in Hebrews, you know, where it talks about, you know, the, the Israelites and talking about entering his rest, you know, entering that gushy, ushy, gushy place of, like, <laughs> you know, of walking into just Canaan and just the, the promised land and just walking into all the stuff God had for them. And, and ultimately they find rest in that. And, um, so there's all that. It's a great thing. I'm like, yeah, yeah. You know, I started reading that. I was like, yeah, I want that. I want that. But the problem with the Israelites, if you remember, is that <clears throat> their hearts got hard. You know, they got up to that land and, you know, like, oh, we can't do that. What God left us out here to die? And they're like, you know, they basically disobeyed the calling of what the Lord had for them in their life. So the Lord said, fine. Then you guys are going into the land. And, just, and they wandered around the desert, except for the two people that stood up, which was you know, Joshua and Caleb and everyone else just, you know, died in the wilderness, wandering around and wasn't able to enter into his arrest. They were still the people of God. They were still grafted in, you know, they were still God's family, but, um, they weren't able to experience all the peace and the, and the rest that God had for them. And, um, you know, that's where we can be. We can be struggling and striving against God and ultimately not enter his rest. Yeah. And like what we were saying in the first hour, peace or the lack of peace comes from what a dispute a disagreement that two parties are having and you know with us and god obviously god's always right and it's always us just not letting go not giving up and saying okay yeah i gotta give up this thing that i'm doing so that we can be at peace again and um we're talking about peace with god in this hour for the believer before we talked about unbelievers and how we have to come and ultimately surrender our lives to god but how do we surrender to god when we've already surrendered our lives to god um just the idea that we're still human, we're still flesh, we're still living, and we still have our own thoughts and our own things that we want to accomplish. And you look at, like Brent said, the people of Israel, they were still God's people, but they were not in line with him. They were not jiving. They weren't walking together side by side. They were they were still battling back and forth. And what that does is that causes animosity, and you can't have peace when you're at, you know, at that struggling point with God, when you're not meeting together and saying yeah we we are like-minded we are unified you can't have true peace and as a believer you need that peace to excel in your life and a lot of times you know jeff was just talking about just being at odds with god and just struggling with you know struggling with him over different issues and um my pastor of the church we go to um kind of always talks about how you know he starts praying and, you know, there's a struggle and he's, you know, he's saying all the things that God wants. And ultimately he's like, yes, Lord, I need to deal with that. Yes, Lord. You know, cause the God's just starting to talk to him about all his, the stuff, you know, that 
that you know that's ultimately keeping him from having the ultimate you know the ultimate relationship with God and um, you know just like Barla Girl was saying about being enough a lot of times we think there's more out there besides what what Jesus is holding in front of us and what he can freely give us and we struggle with you know the world and what it's offering and what God's ultimately wants for our lives and we try to battle this out and um, I don't know I've sometimes been in a place where I've kind of thought that I wanted something but God was wasn't walking me down that path you know and you know and then I struggle with them and I don't you know typically for well one time for me it was in a relationship where I was in a relationship where God just didn't want me in that relationship it wasn't like it was a you know the person was necessarily a bad person it was just it wasn't the right place for me and you know I spent so much time in that relationship battling God you know not at peace with him because he was telling me no this isn't right and I was like no I think it is and we were battling back and forth and that whole time was miserable because it was like not what God had for me as a good example of what we're talking about where, you know, ultimately as soon as I made that choice to say, yes, Lord, you're right. I'm going to follow you. It was like peace again. You know, it was like, and God uses that struggle in our hearts to kind of bring us back to himself. And, you know, you can call it conviction. You can call it a conscience. You can call it just the Holy spirit working on our hearts. Um, but ultimately, you know, we desire, we want to desire to stay right in that sweet spot, (laughs) if you will, with the Lord and that peace. So, um, that's a cool thing to, to pursue. We we forget, or, or we as Christians, you know, we try to, we over-spiritualize it in saying, well, like, what? why am I not at peace with God? What's going on? But you just got to think, like, when we become Christians, you know, we have a free will to choose God. We maintain that free will once we've chosen God. So there's always going to be something that we're not, you know, our will's not always going to line up with God's will. I mean, that's not, that doesn't mean that that's okay, but just our nature itself is that we're not always going to agree with God. The, cho- the challenge is to making it so that we are agreeing with God because God's always right. And um, this is our 96th episode, Brent, believe it or not. And we are fastly approaching. I don't believe it. Unbelievable. We're I don't fastly believe approaching. <laughs> I don't believe it. <laughs> it's unbelievable. I don't believe it. <laughs> uh, show 100 is drawing nigh. And uh, we want to thank everybody that's tuned in. Hopefully you'll tune in. For 97, 98, 99, and 100, the big triple digits will never be in the double digits again. And that's something that we just stand back and say, wow, God is so good to have gotten us to this point. And we don't want you to forget. We we want you to to know everything about the altar life that you could possibly know. Um, You know, just to wrap up our topic, we've spent the last, you know, two hours just talking about peace and peace with God, you know. And um, whether you're listening tonight and you don't know him and you just don't have a peace with God because you just don't know him. You know, you're at en- the Bible says you're an enemy with him. Um, you have an opportunity tonight to come to him and um, accept him as your Lord and Savior and figure out what all this peace is about. And uh, if you have any questions or anything, um, remember, we're just two guys that have the opportunity to sit here on microphones and talk to people <laughs> over the air. Um, but we're real guys. You just, you know, we, we struggle. We have, you know, real walks with the Lord and just being honest like we we're just learning a lot of this stuff with you as we're going through the word. So um, we'd love to share what God's done in our lives with you and answer any questions you have. So go to our website and uh, drop us a line and um, we'd love to have that conversation with you. But, um, you know, and then the other aspect is just being a believer and just struggling with, you know, maybe you're just struggling with the Lord right now and you're just battling him. Sometimes that battle's a good thing because it ultimately will draw us back to himself and um, sometimes it's a bad thing because you're just walking in the way you shouldn't and yeah. we just want to challenge you it's never going to stop 
You know, you're always going to, the Lord loves you too much to let you go and not just keep poking at you to come back to himself and um, to listen, you know, ultimately, why would, if you had two options, live at peace or live with no peace, but yeah. <laughs> what's your, you know, it's a logical choice, yeah. you know, live with peace. So I um, just want to encourage you to do that tonight as well. You know what it's like when you had a hard day or you have something on your mind and you just can't get a good night's sleep. You just can't shake that thing. And that's what it's like. I mean, we're, we're talking about rest here, like entering the rest of God. And when you're at peace with him, you can just be like, uh, you feel that like that sigh of relief almost. And, you know, we hope that God does prod, you know, myself included. We hope that if you're not at peace with God, that God will do whatever it takes to get you back to him to get that conversation started at least where you're like, you know what, God, I'm not happy with you. And he's like, okay, that's fine. Let's talk about it. We can let's start do there. It. Yeah. Let's tell me why. And I'll tell you why, yep. <laughs> you know, I'm right for what you need. I'm exactly what you need. And, uh, you know, that's a great conversation. And to think about God personally like that, that you just, you know, you got to have that conversation to, to reconcile back to God, whether you're an unbeliever, you need to get saved. You need to get in the family of God forever because what other father will love you so much that he would die for you and take your sins away he just doesn't tolerate you yeah <laughs> he actually does love you and like you it's an amazing thought and then for us that are in the family you don't want to be at odds with your family you want to be at peace so that you can get that good night's sleep you can find rest in god so it's it's about time for us to go to sleep so until <laughs> next week be cool cats live for christ the altar life music true Real. Period. Incredible. One of the worst performances of my career, and they never doubted it for a second.